What's up, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the All-Star Comics Podcast, powered by Horizon Comics. I am your host, Jonathan Cote, and joining me on the panel tonight are... Horizon Comics. Okay. <laughs> uh, right sorry. off the bat. Roger. David Rivas. And Juanito Morales. <laughs> oh my God. Freshly back yes. from installing solar panels. Um, producing, as always, is Did you Matt. say Juanita? <laughs> Juanito. <laughs> Juanita. Juanita. <laughs> yeah. Chiquita? Bananas? Jeez. What? They got, right. that, they got that cheap health care down there, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, I went down with like $300 and I basically spent he like, lived a, like hun- a king. Yeah, basically. Uh, producing, as always, is Matthew Lubick. Hi, guys. Uh, (laughs) I don't even know where to go from here That was a good start Um, Yeah, great start guys Uh, If this is your first time listening to the show We are a spoiler review podcast So be forewarned We'll try to let you know when we're going to ruin something Because it'll most indefinitely happen Yeah, embrace the ruination Just 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 embrace it Embrace it Um, We typically review a Marvel book, a DC book, and an independent book each week As well as a graphic novel um, we're going to do some trivia, some previews and some news and some questions and things of that nature. So without further ado, I'm going to throw it to our guest this week. David, pitch us a book I've been waiting to review on this show. We got uh, Wildstorm number six. It's by written by Warren Ellis. Artist is John Davis Hunt and colors by Steve Busolato and John Callies. Did I nice. say that right, guys? Yeah. I don't know. It works for me. But uh so the, the pitch is straight from the DC website because I couldn't come anything any wittier than what they got. Um, Michael Cray, the world's best professional killer, is going to get himself killed for refusing to assassinate an innocent. Angela Spica, whose only mistake was saving someone's life, is discovering that her life is, for, is over forever and that the people in this strange new world she's forced to survive in may not be people at all. Treaties, are bro- oh, treaties no. have been bre- breached. Secrets are being told. There, a can't speak. There's a war coming. Oh man! Uh, so that would have been way more impactful if I didn't stutter through it. But uh, Don't worry, it still good. was. It's awesome. It's it was awesome book. Um, first off, you got to mention the art because the art in this book from John beginning Davis to Hunt, end. I don't know where what rock they found him under, but the man is freaking brilliant for this th- this entire genre. This. The way Warren Ellis pays everything, I really dig yeah. John Davis Hunt on it, this book. It's it looks fantastic. like, yeah, yeah it looks his like facial expressions are great. It looks like he gets inspiration from um, Frank Quietly. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, because uh, it, it just uh, it reminds me of Quietly. I don't know where it's this true. guy came from because I'd never heard of him until this book. Now, granted, that's not to say like I have like the big, but typically something some the big well the <laughs> biggest knowledge or you know database of like what artists or what and whatnot, but. With this, like the minute I opened it up, I was like, "Oh my gosh, this guy's awesome!" Yeah. So, anyway, yes, and uh, and the art and the colors, it just gets better with every issue too. Mm-hmm. Like from the beginning, I thought it was good, but every time I open up the next issue, it just tops the last issue. Um, also, in this issue, I thought the dialogue was very sharp. It mm-hmm. was very uh, to the point, um, and to get the information across. So. One thing about that, that just just since you have notes there, I want to comment on that because that's one thing that I like the way that Warren Ellis did in this. Because in the, if you if you've been reading this series, like you, you're obviously current on it, right? Because yes. we both got excited when we were talking about. Yeah. It. Okay. Good. I'm so glad that you're on this series and you in we're, we're we're gonna like have some moments. Okay. <laughs> so they haven't explained a lot between the the various organizations on Earth until, until this, this issue. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And a lot of, and I liked that because I was kind of like, it makes you feel like you're 
kind of in Angela's shoes a little bit or the other character's shoes because you don't know everything that's going on behind the scenes. Yes. Now, a lot of times when they do that expositionary type dialogue where they're explaining stuff, it comes off as very like, okay, like you're stupid and you have to have it kind of spoon-fed to you. Mm -hmm. The way Warren Ellis did it in this actually made sense because you're getting it. Yeah, and he makes you wait for it until the right moment. They don't just blurt everything right at the beginning of this series. They made you wait six months to get what was going on with mm-hmm. all these different organizations. So I really liked how he paced that out and the way that he actually explained it or the execution of the explanation. So is yes. this monthly? Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. but they are skipping next uh, August won't be have a release. They'll come back in September. You know why? He's in Comic-Con this week. Yeah. <laughs> Cuz they're doing a whole big Wildstorm anniversary. That's why. Okay. Yeah. I so guarantee. He's a busy guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh I you know, this is my uh, the first issue I've read. Really? Uh, yeah, and honestly, I wasn't looking forward to it because I thought, oh, it's a DC property that I don't really care about. Uh, but Change man, that, mind, right? yeah, that, those first few pages, I'm like, oh my. Some of the most violent but awesome yeah. action sequences, and the the way that the uh, layouts are freaking great. Exactly, the way that That's David Hunt uh, lays out uh, the action, it you kind of just it plays out in your head. Oh, it's very cinematic. Yes, yeah. exactly. It's very cinematic. It's, it's so it's, beautiful. You could use that as a story frame or storyboard for an actual film shootout yeah. sequence. Uh-huh. And and you know he uses lines of uh, you know like movement to uh, you know uh, in the next page. Um, he he shoots this redheaded dude. I don't know his name. Uh, I don't think he has one. Okay. <laughs> it doesn't matter. He's uh, dead. He's, he's, we said it before they walked in, <laughs> but, but uh, I don't he, remember either. He, he draws uh, out the little gunshots, and each yeah. of them like uh, has like left a line. The, yeah, yeah, has left the gun um, trail. You know, like, like a bullet a, trail. Yeah, yeah, and it's left like maybe half a second um, before the the next one. Yeah, and I can really appreciate that. Uh, Davis Hunt just. Knocks yeah. it out of the park because I, I, I loved it. The layouts I, on this yeah. were brilliant. And that's that's hard to execute a physical, just down and dirty altercation like that. This hasn't so. been delayed. It's written nope. by Warren Ellis. It's war- Dude, what I, I said to I Roger mean, the other day, whatever amount of cash they backed up in front of his house and dumped on his lawn was worth it because the man's been on time yeah. and it's been on point. I think we're still waiting he for has, the second issue of Trees. Yeah. No, like... <laughs> Tenth issue, but yeah. still, he has not. He has not phoned a single issue of this in. Well, I, I think too. I think that, that it shows that he really cares. Yeah. About this story that he's telling. Yeah. You know, and the property. I. So is this not in the DC universe? It's just it, it is, but it it's its own little section. They even in the first issue, they even mentioned uh, someone turning into a bat in 1939 down Jeez. this alleyway. Yeah. So it is in the universe, but they. I'm not sure if it's ever actually you're going to see like Batman and Superman. Right, right. Now in the Michael, hopefully, well, there's a little piece of news that I'll announce now. Michael Cray, the the star of this particular issue, he's one of the stars of the series, but the focus of this issue is getting his own 12 issue maxi series. Um, On the cover of that, I don't know if it's his if it's his son or nephew or some kid that is with him on that cover has Mm -hmm. a Superman shirt. Okay. So there are DC elements within this, but it's largely going to be unaffected by the main DCU. It's very much its own thing. It's, it's Where's all, the setting? Uh, you where does it take place? Where it take place? I think like they New were in York, Manhattan the Manhattan. first yeah. in the first oh, issue okay. and space. And uh, in and this space. issue, they went to Brooklyn. Just non superhero thing though. Huh? Yeah. yeah, it's pretty much. I think that's think, why I really enjoyed it. Think of the the way I was explaining this to somebody else. I was like, it's very much like Game of Thrones, but with espionage agencies yeah because they're all jockeying yeah they're all jockeying for control and 
and at least that was what I was thinking until I read this issue and realized that there's been treaties and stuff like that yeah, in place for right. years. It, it kind of reminds me like of the treaties uh, in like before World War One, where one person, one small little country, Thing just, w- sets just it like off. broke everything, and all of these big countries had to go to war because they had these treaties. And this kind of like the way that it um, it was laid out on the, on the page, it kind of reminded me. I was like, if something breaks. Everything's just gonna go. Oh, yeah. it, it's a very it's fragile. Yeah, yeah, it's a very fragile balance of treaties and whatnot. And so, yeah, I, I mean, I expected this from Warren Ellis, but I didn't expect to like it this much. And like I said before, the the, the art, it yeah, just you know it's why a great book. You know why it's and going on hiatus next month? Because Warren Ellis. Because he's writing season two of Castlevania. <laughs> oh, could be that could be it too. Because he did write for Netflix. One. Yeah. yeah. Oh, th- have you guys seen the Netflix? I've yeah. seen clips oh, it was of good. it, and it's amazing. And it he, was good. He's writing it, so okay. That's I didn't yeah. know that. That's, yeah. that's that's cool. They're fun games. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> um, David, you you had some other points there, but yeah, um, Johnny kind of mentioned it about the the panel layout and mm-hmm. how how cinematic it felt. Like you can really feel these guys moving. Yeah. And everything going frame by frame. Um, but yeah, it was just a great book. It's uh, it's been good since issue one, um, and I just look forward to the next issue. I, I kind of bummed that I got to wait two months for it. Though. Yeah, it, it's, but um, whatever they got to do to keep that book on time, I'm okay with them doing it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, it looks it. There's a lot of stuff going on in this book, and I'm kind of lost. But this this issue, which is the only one I've read, it it makes me want to know more about this world. It does a great yeah. job of hooking you right in the beginning. Yeah, definitely. I have no idea why uh, this person, you know, was shooting at two people coming through his door. Michael Cray? Uh, yeah, in, like, the most violent way possible. Ripped out of carotid God. with his knuckles? Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, this guy's just punched him in his neck. But then I see, like, oh, he pinched his vein. Oh, he twisted it. Oh, he just he's, pulled he's it out. He's, he's one of the most <laughs> lethal assassins in yeah. this universe. Yeah. The previous issue, when he's going through his memories... Of when oh. he was in the military and all that, and showing the stuff he had to do, uh-huh. I was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, when he was sawing that guy. Yes, head off. that's exactly. <laughs> what I, was I was like, "Oh my god!" It was so intense. I was talking with Blaine the other day about this, and he even mentioned he's like, "Dude, he's like, you're right. Wildstorm is just freaking great." And he it's, said it's moved up in his stack every week. Like, oh yeah. w- uh, as far as like the months that it's out, it's like, dude, I got to read that book yeah. like first. It's yeah, like, I always have it at the top of my stack. Yeah. It's, well, uh, this is this is it's a top five DC book, and given how great Rebirth is, and, and honestly, it's it's probably a top three. It's just it's special. It's really really good. Yeah. Was this the only one that you've read, Roger? Or have you been? No, I'm you, current. Okay, sweet. So I'm the one that's oh new, and God. I still loved it. I I love. Uh, I want to you know just talk about more of the layouts. There they he does second by second layouts, yep. and you can tell that everything's moving in yeah. a, on a static page you can tell that things are moving and i love that i yes. love that it's so dynamic i love how when they uh, when adriana like teleports them and that purple or the pink um yeah. like energy is going around them it looks so awesome like the detail they draw in that in that energy is just so great i just dude i, I said it earlier but i love this dude's facial expressions like yeah that. he just he's one of those very expressive Dudes. Yeah, th- this book looks like uh, a, a this looks like a book that should be delayed more often because <laughs> it's, it, it's just that. Yeah, that's the other crazy thing is John Davis Hunt uh-huh. cranks these out on a monthly yeah. like no problem, uh-huh. and there's a lot of detail on these layouts and uh, and just in every panel. 
And like I was saying, with every book, like something comes out in the book and you see how great the art is. And then you pull up the next issue and he even tops what he did on the last issue. So having seen this one, because I think the art in this one is the best out of all six issues so far, waiting for seven to come out. I can't wait to see what he does to top oh, what he's I, done in this book. Yeah. I can't wait to see yeah. more of Grifter also. If, if you're, oh, me too. Oh, and you I, know, um, I, I never really knew about the Wildstorm and I, I found out about their characters when mm -hmm. I was reading Flashpoint. Okay. And uh, I really loved Grifter as a character. Yeah. And he's the one who want, who want me, who, who tied me or pulled me into pulling this Cole book every, is such a every great month. character. And I, I love the way that Warren writes him in the little bits that he's been in so far. So I can't wait to see more focus shift to him. Is yeah. that the dude with the bandana over his with, face? Yeah, yeah the, with the red the, bandana. The red with the, the eyelids and mm -hmm. the stuff. Yeah, he's... What a weird costume. I know, it, but it's but awesome. it works. It's just <laughs> such a it's just such a uh, a thing that's just it's, so great. It's yeah. immediately recognizable. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I can give you that. Anyway, I could keep gushing about this issue and the series as a whole. Is there anything else you guys want to mention before we do stars? Uh, I just wanted to know: is this like a mini series, maxi series, or twenty four issues? Twenty four at twenty. Okay, so when they when they brought in Warren Ellis, to, he's essentially the Wildstorm curator. Okay. Yeah, he, he's in charge of this little pocket universe of DC. Mm -hmm. um, he said the Wildstorm, the, the, the flagship title is going to go 24 issues, and then it's going to turn into something else. Mm. But he's got, yeah. so it's, Wilder Storm. Yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to shift into something else <sighs> after 24. Really yeah. <laughs> is that kind of going to line up with the end of Michael Cray's 12-issue series, possibly? I don't know. He said he's got four books planned, but it's going to be a slow rollout. So we have okay. Wildstorm. Michael Cray's the second one. Okay. I guarantee something's going to happen probably halfway through that series. It's going to kick off the third one. So yeah. he's got every – from his uh, whole interview that I read, he has got a grand master plan with the first two – I think he said two years of Wildstorm. Sweet. So that's why this is labeled up to 24 because it's, mm -hmm. it's going two years. No. Michael Cray's going to be – but it's uh, co-plotted or whatever. So he's, he's deep in the production of this whole universe. So if if they keep paying him and he's on time and whatnot, this could be something very very special. Yeah. Cool. So I'm looking forward to everything that comes out with it because yeah. I'm loving the Wildstorm book. Yeah, this hits me in like all the espionage, double agent, like all of that spy stuff. I just and Angela's suit is just so awesome. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, it's so the, awesome. What they call it, the dry suit. The well, dry suit. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it's it's like based on an older model. It's, they they because the guy realizes at the end it's like reverse engineered from this older model with yeah. like insane stealth capabilities. And stuff. Yeah. So uh, she has like some stolen stealth and, now, and some. And these guys, <laughs> these these guys are going after her now. Skywatch. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> we should mention there's like three different organizations that we know of in this book, which is. IO in uh, international operations. operations, Skywatch, and then uh, Halo. Halo. So with international operations, it's the Earth. With Skywatch, it's space and anything off Earth. Mm -hmm. And then Halo is like a little, I guess, um, resistance to what IO is doing, or yeah. somebody that's trying yeah, to come they're, in. They're and on like Earth and they're just trying to mess up stuff for for Michael Cray. Yeah, if you're yeah. interested in this book, I would start at issue one. I, I love this issue, mm -hmm. but... It, oh, yeah, you should. It's worth yeah. starting at yeah, issue Yeah, it's, it's yeah. definitely worth starting it's issue It's worth one. starting issue one. But I guarantee you, you could read any issue that's come out so far, and you'd be hooked. You would yeah. want to start from the beginning. You want, yeah, for sure. So let's let's rate this, because I just want to keep going on it. Okay. So let's start with you, Johnny. 
Uh, I thought I wasn't going to like this. I thought it was going to be the mild storm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but well, you were you waiting to find <laughs> that I out was. There. Oh, but, my uh, God. I, I, I really enjoyed it. I actually loved it a lot. Uh, so five. Nice. How about and you, David? I'm going five stars also. Oh, I love where this is heading already, Roger. Five stars. Five stars. Yeah. Oh, oh, ACP certified series. So Sweet. Um, we need to really you guys need a horn joke. or something. You what? You need I know. a horn or something. Yeah. Oh, that sounds like Mikey. I sit right next to him all day at work. Okay. So you. Isn't that yours also? Yeah. Got those air horns. All right. Next up. Who is pitching this? I think it's Roger. Roger, tell us about our indie book after you're done writing there. Right, yes. Okay. Let me borrow that. Oh, sorry. Hold on. I'll be real quick. I just have to read the <laughs> no. Uh, sorry, was, that was actually for the graphic novel. Um, okay, this is this is kind of weird because this is actually I mean it's superb number one, mm-hmm. but they title it they Lionforge decided to title it Catalyst Prime. Superb number one. They've got a, a group of books that are coming out under the Catalyst Prime universe. Universe, and and this is superb number one. Um, I remember I read the the free comic book day bur- uh, book for Catalyst Prime, and it was great. But I didn't know how it intended to spawn you know this whole universe. Um, I haven't read any of the other Catalyst Prime, so I st- I still don't know. But um, superb number one, uh, written by. Uh, this dude named David Walker and Sheena Howard. I think he was on Cyborg at DC for a while. Uh, okay. Or is. Yeah, uh, he was on Cyborg, and I want to say he wrote... Um, I have to make sure, but uh, Power Man and Iron Fist, maybe? Mm, Probably not. Nah, I don't know. Anyway, it doesn't matter. He wrote Shaft. Anyway. Did he write Shaft? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's yeah. fun. Uh, oh, no, that's the wrong series. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, art by Mr. Ray Anthony Height. What up, Ray? Um, and, uh, in okay, in this universe, uh, uh, in this aspect of, of uh, Catalyst Prime, um, Superb focuses on this, this phenomena happening amongst teens where there was some event. I can't remember what they called it. It's the some event. kind of event. The event. The event. Okay. Yeah. Not like the white event, but <laughs> the event. Because uh, I think white event was Warren Ellis. New Universe. Yeah. Marvel. Eh. Anyway. They definitely referenced that in Hickman's. Kids, uh, teenagers are like getting superpowers. And so they got like superpower metal detectors in the schools. And they're trying to locate them. And because they, I don't know, one teenager went nuclear. Yeah. People died. Was it was not good. That was the event. That was the yeah, event. Yeah, the event was the super pure, super powered person lost control and killed a bunch of people. So in now school. they're trying in school. So now uh, they're trying to. I to thought try the event was something that caused caused them to get superpowers. No, but that was the that the, was the, the, at least that's how I took it. Okay, that, that was the event that. Yeah, like it I thought it was people. the incident. I thought that, was that caused the, the superpowers. That, no, yeah, that, that, I think the the, I the was incident lost. was the guy going nuclear. Okay. I don't know. I, we should really read I'm curious. That. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll ask Ray. Yeah, ask Ray. People How did you are, take it? People, something happened, and then it's making yeah. teenagers. Um, Moody teens are getting powers get and destroying stuff. Right. And one of the superpowers went out of control, killed some people, yeah. and now they're trying to monitor the people with superpowers. 
Yeah, and you've got uh, this story focuses mostly on this kid with telepathic powers that is <laughs> kind of like kick ass, you know, got his little homemade costume and he's going around saving kittens out of trees and stuff, but then he sneaks into the facility that is trying to capture monitor and capture these teens. Um, and that's kind of where it leaves on a cliffhanger. Um, I just want to say, I, you know, Ray's art in this book. Fantastic. I, I loved it. Um, I, I think I, w- I would assume that he had a lot to do with character design mm-hmm. in this book because there, I thought there was, there was some fantastic consistency in these characters regardless of the angle they were portrayed and stuff all the way throughout the book. Um, I really, I really dug his art. Um, I thought the story was pretty good. Yeah. Um, it was, it was, it was told pretty well. I dug it. What'd you guys think? Um, this, this is what I know Ray to do. So I, I don't know, you know, and I hate saying it about that Marvel issue that he was on the, what was it? X-Men? X-Men Blue. X-Men Blue? I believe so. Number six. Number six. This yeah. This is Ray's jam. Like, either he put extra love into this. Plus, I don't know how he got this out and X-Men Blue a couple weeks ago. That man must not have slept for, like, a week. <laughs> so, yeah, so the thing is, uh, I was um, the most negative on his X-Men Blue art, but this is much, 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 much better. I I really enjoyed his art in this book. Yeah, uh, he's very expressive. Yeah, and, and like I said uh, on that podcast when we reviewed that book, I think he was either, you know, rushed or, uh, you know, it wasn't, it was just a little bit inconsistent. Like, the the style was there. Like, you can tell that he can draw, but it just looked a little bit inconsistent. I, Dude, I he, can, he can draw mm-hmm. is, is an understatement. That's like me with my stick figures. Hey, he can draw. <laughs> Ray will melt your face off. <laughs> yeah, but in, in this book, uh, you know, he, he does have consistency. Um and honestly, I really liked the book. I, I liked uh, the story. Uh, it was very interesting. It was very exposition heavy. Like, everybody was just explaining everything. Uh, you know, like, oh, this happened and this happened. And, like, I can tell that he was trying to hide it in, you know, between, like, dialogue and everything. But it was just, it felt like an It was the dump. same exact thing in Wildstorm. Mm-hmm. But probably not done not right be, be, well. yeah because a lot of stuff has to get explained right to the reader yes so be, because there was just too much of it yeah. in, in sh- such a short amount of time that it didn't you know it, it felt kind of forced a little bit um it might as well have John, been hand him the sharpie <laughs> he's oh. trying to do it quietly okay. but you're Sorry. not seeing um but yeah, other than the a, a lot of exposition, I, I really enjoyed it. And how, um, yeah, how long has Lion Forge been a publisher or an imprint or a couple whatever? months? Seriously, <laughs> they're new. I'm pretty sure. Well, I'm pretty sure they started this year. Okay, because I was about to say I've never I'm, heard I'm, of Lion Forge Comics. I could be ridiculously wrong, it, but I'm pretty sure it was this year. And I think the Free Comic Book Day book kicked off their publishing empire. Oh, okay. Is this? Like completely independent, like oh yeah, okay. So it's just creators kind of doing their own thing within like a. Oh well, no, I don't know. Or just Indian. I really don't think it's creator owned. Okay, but um, no, it's just it's a new publishing endeavor. I don't I don't know anything about the company. Okay. Um, 
their it, their free comic book day was good. I didn't know where they were going with it. It seems um, pretty cool. This book is pretty good. I think they've yeah. got an overarching plan for their whole universe that yeah, they're building. There's like Noble, wow. Incidentals, Excel. Like they've got like a bunch of titles that actually look pretty interesting. So actually, uh, fun fact: this is the first superhero with Down syndrome. Yeah. I yeah, I wanted that. to mention that. Wow. Um, the the kid. Yeah. Yeah. The, the guy. Yeah, and I'm not sure if you guys picked up on it, but it is that 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 kid in the bus that was getting picked on. He is the superhero guy. Yeah, yeah I had a feeling. Okay, I thought I thought so. Um, and um, I wanted to mention, touch on what Johnny and both Roger said about the art and how um, the height had must have had some kind of uh, dealings with the character development because the way his body language for each character and the clothing that they wear. It expresses their personality just as much as their dialogue expresses their personalities. How awesome is that? It's I, awesome. Like it, I, it I was really it. good. I really enjoyed this book a lot. Um, it it wasn't action packed or anything, but um, just the dynamic between the the characters and like this this superhero kid and this other character uh, Kayla in the in the book um, comes to his rescue in the bus when he's getting picked on, and you come to find out that they've been friends for a long time when they were young, but they kind of grew apart. Um, and what is the the kid's name again, guys? The the boy. Uh, but it's right there on the bus, there, dude. Yeah. Um. um Anyways, Jonah. 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 Uh, Jonah. He is trying to tell Kayla that they're no longer friends. That she moved away, and now that they're older, she's, that you're different. Yeah, they're they're different now, but. And she's totally kind of in this, like, I don't like be in this town. Right. Yeah. I didn't want to come back here. Right. But she's yeah, trying to tell him that he's like, yeah, we might not hang out all the time anymore. We might not be into all the same stuff, but our friendship's still there and things like that. So she's still there to stand up for him just like she did when she was young. I thought that was cool. Yeah. yeah. Lion Forge has been around since 2013. Really? Yeah, but only uh, mostly digital. Their first, uh, uh, well, like. There you go. Uh, like the news, it said that they first um, were going to try to print a. Uh, uh, physical issues in t- late 2014, but I'm not sure if they ever succeeded. This might be their like, you know, first printing. This feels like there's a major like, kind of curated push for like. Yeah. Uh, so like in some of the articles that I saw, it, it says that they're trying to make it, uh, a bunch a big line of diverse comics, and you know, I c- well based off of what I'm looking at in the back here for for like I said, Excel, Incidentals, Noble, yeah, whatever Ab Irado is. Um, Abirado? Abirado? I don't know. Oh, that's a miniseries. It's already been done. Oh, okay. um, but anyway, like the uh, the solicits or the advocates for the other stuff in the back, it looks like they've got like a plan to roll out, you know, kind of this universe of characters. Yeah. So, which could be pretty cool. You know what else surprised me about this book? And this is just, it has nothing to do with the story or the art, but the company. Um, the, the interior pages are high quality yeah they're not yeah, they're like so the nice. cheap they're they're glossy pages mm-hmm. um, it makes the colors they're really sturdy pop. and the colors pop um they they're not scrimping they even feel better than the Marvel. big two. Oh no uh, that, by far i mean yeah. dcs are definitely better than marvel's you it's a noticeable feel um especially in but the cover stock sturdy book. but but on this one the Graphic. i mean it's it's not like super premium cardstock cover but it's it's nice paper glossy paper colors pop everything mm-hmm. is i mean th- that's dc's feel flimsier you always say this johnny not than marbles yeah no 
Dude, but yeah, this we'll superb like number a... one, it feels like it's a graphic novel type quality, like yeah. the, uh, the the paper and everything. Yeah. It's real nice. Oh, yeah, definitely. <sighs> we need a kick off. Yeah, it's it's pretty solid. But yeah, good Besides number one. Johnny, smaller price point than Marvel's, so. Yep. And I say that to you every time. Mm-hmm. Um, let's go stars? ahead and do stars on this. Yeah. What do you think? Uh, I, I would go with uh, four stars. Solid book. Yeah, I'm going four stars. Also, um, it was a good first issue. It gave a, a it introduced the core cast. It gave some uh, some development to the characters, and it laid out some groundwork for the rest of the story. Uh, I really like David F. Walker, and I enjoy this art. Uh, so uh, three and a half. Uh, I felt it was a little exposition heavy, but it does have you know uh, everything for a good story. I was really interested in the story. Um, I'm gonna rate four, and that's largely tilted towards Ray. Um, I think I would come back to this in graphic novel format. I don't think I'd hop on this monthly. I agree. But, um, but yeah, I would definitely read like a solid story arc to see if I wanted to keep going in this universe. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems like they got a good plan, and like you said, it's a quality book at three ninety nine. Introducing oh, this, I was looking yeah. for the price three ninety nine, and it feels like it's what thick. a four ninety nine book at Marvel should feel like. So it doesn't. So the the Marvel book that we read it. It's almost the same width, and it's four ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go ahead and keep talking about it, because you have to pitch that book. <laughs> oh, right. Uh, I should actually be prepared. Da, 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 da. So are we moving on? Yep, we're moving on. So um, we did uh, Astonishing X-Men, number one, by Charles Soule and Jim Chung. Uh, someone is taking out all the psychics. A lot of pre-books this week, by the way. Yeah. So yes. Yeah. A lot of pretty books. Uh, someone has taken out all the psychics uh, in the Marvel Universe and uh, with them some uh, psychic X-Men. Um, what's that girl's name? That's Psylocke. Psylocke, right. Yeah. Oh, you were Betsy Braddock. Yeah. Uh, so Psylocke uh, kind of gets taken I really like Betsy. Uh, over. So do I. And she kind of goes crazy. She sends out these like telepathic butterflies to some nearby X-Men to help her. SOS, basically. Yeah. Telepathic uh, SOS. Uh, who doesn't like butterflies? I do like the I Especially do like the coloring actually. Um, butterflies. And uh, these X Men come to aid her, and uh, they help her. You're so enthusiastic about this book, Johnny. So I I don't like X Men books. I know. Um, I think I don't like X Men. You've expressed that so hard. Yeah, I think like most <laughs> of the books I've given them like from one to two. I will say this. Based off of one issue, I think the only other X book I liked was Weapon X, and that was that's mainly because the bar is really low. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm I'm just saying I'm just getting that off the bat. Like that book didn't suck. Um, I really liked this book in terms of of the team, in terms of the writing, the pacing, and all that stuff. But I still have some major gripes. Mm. Chief being, why is Old Man Logan on this team? Because he's on every. Team. That's what bugs me. That's that bugs me so I much think that old now man he's Logan. Only on two teams though. Is he? Gold he's, in this team, right? No, because he's, he's in Weapon, Weapon X. X. Oh. And he's in another well, X book. Yeah, which is his own book. Like uh, he's in Logan. Old Man Logan. Is Weapon X a team up book? Though? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, with all the Weapon Xs. So, uh, like, <laughs> but I'm, the way that I'm gonna um, say it, I guess, like Wolverine was in all the X Men books. Well, yeah, he was. Yeah, and uh, actually, what I love, I, I forget who wrote it, but. Um, they wrote an issue where Wolverine is flying on like uh, jets and airplanes from place to place to be on those specific teams. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah that makes sense. <laughs> um, so one of the things that I want to say about this is this really feels like it shouldn't be called Astonishing X Men. It feels like it should be called X Force because there's a lot of characters from X Force 
that are on this team, namely Phantom X, Archangel, uh, Ar- Psylocke. Uh, yeah, Psylocke, and if this was normal Wolverine. But then there's other characters that make sense being like uh, um, on what that team also. People? Gambit, Bishop. Gambit and Bishop would I kinda, definitely I really be, like the, this team um, yeah. because it's not like a formal team. They were just thrown together. thrown together to help Psylocke in her time of need, and they kind of just stick together to take care of whatever um, – Right. problem they're yeah. coming against right now but uh i really i really enjoyed it i think these characters are cool uh, besides old man logan all the other characters aren't really being used in the other books right now yeah. so it's pretty cool it's been it's cool to see phantom x and and uh is that mystique? gambit yeah. yeah no is that mystique yes. yeah okay when she, she didn't she wasn't in the she book. wasn't in the issue she's on the cover is, is the cover supposed to be like an homage to a different cover? Because I feel like I've seen this. I don't know. Beast is in the book, though, and he's not on the cover. Right, right. <laughs> that's, that's weird. Yeah, he, he he's in the Different blue guy. Now. Different yeah, blue different guy. Um, so, like you guys know, I really dislike the X-Men, and uh, I don't like the X-Men books, but this I really enjoyed. So, congratulations, Marvel. You finally made an X-Men book that's slightly good. It was Charles that did it. Yeah, hats off to Charles I really, Soule. I really dislike Charles Soule sometimes, most of yeah, the time. you got to give him props, okay? Yeah. When so he's good. Good, he's here's, good. here's what's weird about Charles Soule. I really liked Charles Soule when he was at DC because I liked what he was doing there, but he was also writing eight books, and th- I think this is the problem. <laughs> I think he went over to Marvel and started doing the same thing, and I think uh, what's happened to Bendis a long time ago is he's getting burnt. For some reason, a, a good one squeaked out because um, I, I actually enjoyed this book too. I don't – once again, I don't like that they, they're using Old Man Logan on every team. And I still hate that they do four ninety nine for number the number ones. ones. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know why they thought they needed Wolverine on this team. To me, he seems like the odd one out. Yeah. You know, the the guy who doesn't really belong. Well, maybe the rest like, of the team, I think, is who would have well, been the leader then? There, well, there's no team leader. On yeah. The there's oh. Betsy kind of took the the lead. So like. And I love the interplay that he did between Phantom X and Gambit. That yeah. was yeah. great. That I was agree. actually really good. So no, nah, I'm not leaving his side who's this, until yeah. <laughs> who's this Phantom ponies X up. character. I'm really into You it. never He's, read Phantom X? You no. need to read uh, Rick Remender's Uncanny X-Force. Yeah. He oh, has like Gwinnell. three different personalities inside of him. Is that uh, he's like, got two brains. It's, it's Rick Remender and X-Men. That's you don't like, like Rick Remender. You don't like Charles you, Soule. You don't crazy. know, Johnny. No, it's X-Force. Okay. Remender's, Remender's Uncanny X-Force is one of the best X-Men stories ever told regardless. Wolverine I mean, it's has, a, awesome. has a covert hit squad. Okay, cool. To Put neutralize threats. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's so good. He, I liked the way Remender wrote Phantom X better than the way because Charles Soule kind of throws a douchey spin on him, mm-hmm. but it was still fun in this book considering yeah. the cast. He was just like antagonizing a little bit yeah. to everybody. I really liked so, him, but I mean, he was mildly like that with Remender. I just think Remender had the right balance. Yeah, I liked his line when uh, he was say, poking at Gambit, and Gambit's yeah. like, "You keep it up." He's like, "I always do." <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> yeah. And they're both just thieves. And it, yeah. I love the fact that it's like they could be more, but, but they they're, not. they're not. <laughs> they just don't want to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, the last page made me go like, oh, man. And kind of made. Do we want to spoil the last page on this? No. Hey, why not, not, guys? Why not? Well, I mean, we are spoiled everything yeah. else. Spoiler <laughs> podcast. <laughs> All right. If you don't want to know what's on the last page of this, if you know your X-Men history, there's a certain character that's been dead for a while. Three, two, one. Apparently, Charles Xavier is back. Well, he's in the astral plane. Astral plane, yeah, in, in a wheelchair in chains. That in a wheelchair, because that makes total sense, in you know. <laughs> astral wheelchair and astral chains. You know what? Yeah, Secret Wars, right? <laughs> 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 
There's some serious, like, weird inconsistencies since then, but I guess it's just all bets are off. This dude looks like the Spider Kingpin. <laughs> I swear, Johnny cannot say he's a Marvel kid anymore because he li- straight he's up not. said he's not. he doesn't like Charles Soule and Rick Remender. He's two an of the indie biggest kid. Marvel writers or, or ever. X-Men. Yeah. <laughs> or, yeah. You're an indie kid, dude. Don't come over here talking like... Oh, leave me be. Because <laughs> okay. um, all your favorite books are like indie books now. Or yeah, Superman. Right. Superman's good. <laughs> Superman is good. <laughs> that Anyways. makes my soul happy. Yeah. To hear people say that. <laughs> anyway, um, so real quick, Jim Chung. Oh my yeah. God. Oh my God. Good stuff. Amazing artist. Yeah. Good stuff in this book. Like I said, there's not a. All the books are super pretty this week, and um, he he's the one that did the um, the Spider-Man miniseries, right? The Conspiracy. Clone Conspiracy. Yep. He did that, right? Yep. Yeah. Oh. I'll go with that. that. I didn't know that, but. Uh, I did read the conspiracy, and that was a pretty book to look at. Yeah, yeah. So I love his Betsy. Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> his Betsy's so great. The colors uh, in the book are great too. Like yeah. uh, the the colors for Psylocke's like psychic projections. Mm-hmm. They just look. They the, the pink just pops, man. It's so good. Yeah. The way that everything's done in this is actually yeah. really, really there's, good. There's I not really a like bad it. Panel. No. Mm-hmm. And it was a really intriguing story the, for a first issue. It, it makes me want to read more. Yeah. And I haven't really been wanting to read more Marvel. Yeah. So right. um, I'm excited about it. What's um, going to suck is when they cancel this book in, you know, two months for I whatever. I don't know. I don't think I don't they think could cancel it. I think it's staying. Yeah? Yeah. Hopefully. This is the only good I one. think it'll but go like a couple story arcs and then whatever the heck else is. Yeah. When when Legacy starts. Yeah. Well, I think, just, yeah. I think this is the best Marvel book we've read at least all year. I really be, liked yeah. it. I I really enjoyed it, and I'm probably going to pick up the trade when it comes out. I would pick up a trade on this for sure. Yeah, um, I like the I like the team that gets thrown together, with the exception of Old Man Logan, <laughs> um, and that's only because he's yeah. on four other books. Um, if they just pick one yeah, and be I like, know, I, I hope they kill him and take and take him away. I mean, yeah. I, I don't. He's so out of place on this. They book. even said in the book though, uh, Old Man Logan doesn't die. He's made of metal and and rock or something they say like right in the yeah. pages of it stone. They say it. stone yeah stone and metal. metal and stone like he doesn't die right here logan always survives he is a metal and stone the world breaks against him so i don't think he's going anywhere mm. <laughs> yeah. Until, uh, he just needs to go back to his we'll like man you guys are ages i thought it was funny when bishop You're came ages. And saw you make fun of everybody's age that's older than you <laughs> because you do it to me i do not <laughs> you make fun of my age Anyways, when was the last time I made fun of your age, young one? I agree though, because I just finished Civil War two, and he's like randomly at the end of that book on the last issue, and it's like, why are they using him for every single thing? Like Old Man Logan. Yeah, huh. he is in a little too much. He I is lo- a little too was much. it Phantom X in this book that was like, aren't you the one that? Uh, no, I was know, Bishop. Was it Bishop? Yeah, he's like you killed everybody in the. Like, the he's like, you killed all the X Men on your own Earth. He's like, yep. Yep. He's like, are you gonna kill all the X Men on this Earth? He's like, not. I don't want to. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> that was like, actually okay, let's go. <laughs> that was some funny like interplay was, and like yeah. kind of a good nod, uh, being self aware of what character you are using in this. So mm-hmm. I, I liked Soul's sense of humor with that. Yeah. Um, great. It, I, it's it's weird to say. Great book. It was good. It's not it was weird to say if it's good. No, well, just because of Marvel's track. Like I said, they've set the bar so low for me right now that I'm like actually impressed. Like this is an X book that's worth reading. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. Good. I really enjoyed this first issue. And if you haven't been enjoying X-Men, pick this one up because this one will get you into a good X-Men book. Yep. Yeah. All right. Let's Amen. do some stars. 
Uh, I'm gonna go four stars. Uh, sorry, I just jumped in that and took everyone's. It's all good. light. Do it. But, uh, four stars. Uh, oh, baby. Yeah, this is the highest rated uh, X Men book that I've you know ever rated or whatever. Uh, <laughs> it's like it's more painful for you to say it than yeah. it is for me. <laughs> so uh, three and a half. Wow. Wow. Uh, wow. No, you know what? It's a four. All right, that's, that's, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, you go. <laughs> Roger. Uh, four and a half for me. I think if Logan wasn't on this book, it, it might have hit five. Um, I think it's I think it's expertly written. I think it's got a great cast of characters, except um, the art is gorgeous. I, it's beautiful. Yeah. I, so four and a half, almost, okay. almost perfect. So I'm right in league with what you're saying, but I'm, I'm going to say four strong four and – what took it down a full point was because all that freaking look. Yeah. So yours was a half point. Mine was a full point. Because um, he didn't even really do a whole heck of a lot in this book other than just, I'm here. What's up? Use me. Well, you know, I like, mean, you know, he was even uh, bagging on, on, on Phantom X. He's like, what did you do? Yeah. He's like more than more than most, and he points at Gambit. That's when Gambit gives him. <laughs> he's like, keep it up. He's like, I always do. Yeah. But it's like, well, Logan I mean, didn't do much. Either. He's yeah. there to like, you know. Kind of sell books. He's the Batman of the Marvel Universe right now. Well, it's like in that in that Deadpool issue for this month. Last month it was Deadpool. The month before that it was who was Spider Man or whoever. Yeah. I mean, Marvel Marvel has this. I think it's always been Wolverine of oversaturating. I, I'm kind of with you on that, Johnny. You know, I think Wolverine is well, just Deadpool. Everywhere. Deadpool was know, in seven ago, books. Deadpool had seven books at one time, and they and they're like. Well, more Which than one do you want us to cancel? I think, it's I think always been constantly. There's there was an ongoing joke in a Deadpool issue where Wolverine showed up and he's just like, oh, isn't this like your you know whatever team? And it's like he even got the title treatment in the inside the interior in my book, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> so that's how important he is. So they poke fun at like how Wolverine's everywhere. Yes, but yeah. Anyway, what would you guys rather have reviewed this week? As Johnny, once again, is never prepared for this segment. You know, I wasn't prepared for this segment either. <laughs> I'm going to wander to the wall with Johnny. Oh, my gosh. Thor, Power Rangers. I was good with every book. Yep. I, I read I read Mighty Thor. Yeah. Really good. That was a really good book. Yeah. I like. Um, I, I still, I, I think Astonishing was, was better yeah, by Shades. Wow. But Thor, dude, what they're doing to Jane Foster... <laughs> Because uh, this is a spoiler on a, on a non-reviewed book while these guys check out the wall. Okay, so uh, Odin's son ha- has, like, Jane Foster in his arms, right? He's holding her, and she looks like hell. Like, you know, the cancer is just eating her up. And he's yelling at the hammer. He's like, you're doing <laughs> – I mean, Thor is, like, yeah. ripping the hammer a new one. And she's like, no, I – you know – there's war. I've got to. I've got to go help these. You're people. not worthy. Watch out. <laughs> and, and Thor's yelling at the hammer, and then finally she grabs a hold of it from behind him, and bam, transforms. I'm like, man, it it was a pretty powerful scene, and I mean, Marvel's already spoiled that you know what Thor 700 coming out in the fall yeah. is going to be the death of Jane Foster story arc. Maybe we'll see, <laughs> but. Um, Aaron is Aaron is killing it with that book. I, I still would have rather have reviewed Astonishing, but I like the artist on that issue. Thor, Thor too. Uh, Shinty, Shinty, something like that. His name. He's really good. Wow. Okay, David. Rather have reviewed. Oh. Um, I would rather have reviewed uh, Power Rangers seventeen. Oh uh, yeah. Not that <laughs> I have been following Power Rangers, but I read volume one and I read oh, some of the dude. Power Rangers Pink, and it was good. I liked dude. it. 
Um, so I probably get into that. The volume three, I read it in like ten minutes. It was so <laughs> good, like I like oh, give me more. Oh. Yeah, I definitely want to pick up some more Power Rangers though. So I was digging that first volume. I really enjoyed Superb, uh, but I think I would have reviewed um, Moonstuck, which is a new number one from Image, or uh, Girl Scouts Girl. from Image as well. What about Batman? Is anyone reading Batman? Yeah, who cares? Yeah. Is it good? War of Jokes and Reels. Yeah. It's, oh. yeah, oh, right, yeah. it's, it's good. Janine on art. Ooh, uh, Michael Janine. Batman is good right now, Batman but I haven't right read now. last week's pull yet, so I'm a little behind on my books. Um, I think I'm good with everything. I don't think there was an image book or an indie book that I would have swapped out. Girl Scouts. Um, well, Invincible, but we're going to be doing a whole heck of a lot of Invincible as it gets to the end of Very that series. Very soon. Yeah. There's never too much Invincible. Are you guys going <laughs> to do every issue like that it comes out? We're going to well, do like the last four or six issues. This well, that is would be six. next month then. That would be today. Yeah. <laughs> No, this is one thirty. Said six of twelve. Yeah. Oh wow. So then so seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Yeah. If we do the the last six. six. Yeah. yeah. Let me know. <laughs> I think we should. That is a book I yeah. need to start because I haven't oh. read. Oh. I haven't read do. any of it. I read like one, but it was like issue like one thirty something. Yeah. And it was know. awesome, wasn't it? It was awesome. <laughs> and I was like, what? I need to get from the beginning. Yeah. But it's All like, right. I'm still on issue 33. Just, wow. makes me scared because there's so so many books to read. You so need to let me borrow those. Our guest, David, not now, Johnny, um, has some pretty good flash trivia for us. I do got some trivia. Oh, let me just say before we get into the actual trivia questions. Yes. Um, David had actually come to me with a, oh, that's a right, new format, this week, which was I, I, you know, I was like, it's been a year and we didn't think of this. That's awesome. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, we haven't done like trivia for, for a year, yeah. like six months. Yeah. It's, it's been, been longer than that. Yeah, we, we we did lightning rounds for a long time before we switched over to trivia. Last years when we started trivia. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, well, yeah, it doesn't okay, matter. Six months. It's been a long time. I, Still and we've just we're, we're stupid, yeah. Anyway, okay. Well, we're gonna we're gonna change the format. We're gonna change it so that it's not the first and second person to respond to the question that wins. I, I can hear Heather screaming, <laughs> <laughs> screeching, no! no. Okay, because you know it was interesting because Dave and I had this talk this week, and it was you know um, one of the things I'd realized is that we, we you know we've got a lot of. Uh, listeners that listen very early to the podcast, they, they you know their schedule makes it so that they can, you know, listen as Wednesday as night, goes up, Wednesday yeah. night, yeah, soon Wednesday as it goes night. up, and and fire off a response. And it's funny because a lot of the a lot of the winners they'll go through or they'll win like five or six times. Remember Andre Davari? Yep. Uh, I'm guilty of that. I've David won David so Davis. many times. David Davis is on his game, and I need to share the wealth. Heather, there's we you know we we. Uh, Blake at one time was yeah. winning every. Early <laughs> he on. felt he so bad. Also, he's like, I got to take a break. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and and I, you know, to me, it, it doesn't matter as much. But you know, if we can open it up so that uh, more people are, yeah, even well, no, even out of state. If if somebody if somebody you know wins out of state, I'll ship them to you. We we do it better than anyone. So <laughs> true. Um, not, not as often as we used to, but, <laughs> but we still do it better than anyone. Um, so anyway, okay, so the new format for the trivia is going to be this. Uh, we're still going to give away the graphic novel, and we're going to give away all three comics, but you have a week to respond. We're going to draw the winners Random okay, generator. randomly. Yeah. For every correct response that we get, your name will go on a ticket. It'll go into uh, a jar. 
and metaphorical jar. We will Johnny yeah. will shake it and spin around. <laughs> and, yes, and, and dance with it. Drum roll, all that good stuff, and then we'll draw the winners. You know, one winner for the graphic novel, one winner for uh, the, comics. the comics. So you guys, you know, you got all week. If only you, people with listen, the right answers, though, right? Only yeah, with the right, the right answers. answers. So make sure. And that in this you case, right I won't. I will. I will not. You know, up until now, if somebody has a wrong answer, I will let them know it's wrong. Yeah. Um, especially if I haven't gotten two winners yet. So you know, then you're welcome to to change your answer. But in this case, um, everybody will respond. Everybody with a correct answer will go. You because you won't you won't know. Correct answer won't get you know put on there. You'll find out what the correct answer is the following week when we do the drawing. Everybody with a correct uh, response will get a name on a ticket, and we'll do a random drawing. And so everybody's going to have an equal chance of winning either the graphic novel or the comics. So with the correct answer, yes, with the correct answer. <laughs> yeah. So Matt, would you like to emphasize more that it's the correct no, answer? No, I'm saying because some like <laughs> you could send it in and like, well, how come my name wasn't drawn? Because like, well, your answer has to be right first of all. Yeah. So. Well, I'm hoping that we, you know, that we end up with fifty to a hundred. You know, oh responses. my god, that'd be awesome! I would, yeah, that's I would what love I was wanting to you know, try and yeah. welcome and, and bring in yeah. so that more people that's are trying to listen to the cast because more it is kind of trying you know, to participate. Yeah, we get that many lo- plays. A lot of people, you know, <laughs> a lot of people, especially if you consider the the East Coasters, you know, um, it's it's one o'clock in the morning for mm, them, yeah. and unless unless you're working third shift or something, by the time they get up Friday morning, they're you know, it's like well. I'm you know that's already you know it's probably already won so i want i want everybody you know to encourage everybody to you know send in your response you've got all the way through wednesday we'll go we'll go through wednesday uh at 6 p.m cut off when you close actually whenever we start the podcast but so roughly if, seven to eight o'clock yeah pacific uh, let's say eight time. o'clock yeah. typically eight o'clock yeah well what if we start early we normally don't start early. Yeah, <laughs> that's if I'm here. Yeah, because basically all you have to do is, I mean, you know, from when we come in in the last half hour, just check and see if anybody's responded. So, yeah. Um, yeah. But actually, I don't care. You you can send it in whenever. But if it's if it's after, you know, we've started, then it's not the going to be considered. We, yeah. Um, if if it's before, then then you know you'll be in the drawing uh, and might win some swag. So cool. anyway, all yeah. right. Trivia. David. Flash trivia. All right. Question one, guys. You guys got your bells ready? Here we go. <laughs> we should have bells. <laughs> In what issue and year did Barry Allen make his first appearance? Ooh. Barry Allen? Barry Allen. Silver Age. It was Silver Age. 40s? 1957. Uh, ni- that was close. Oh, shoot. Getting colder. <laughs> 56? Yes, sir. Oh, my goodness. 1956 yeah. was the I year. It was the 50s. Late Do you 50s. guys know what issue 28. That he uh That he first was appeared it in? 28? It wasn't a Flash title. Yeah, it was something 28, though. No. No? No, much oh, lower. Much lower. lower. Superman 92. No, 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 no. <laughs> it was a we- It's a weird... It was like, like a, such a 50s... Like, yeah. like a DC Comics. Uh, present. 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 It was sen- <laughs> no, it wasn't Sensation. No, it wasn't Sensation. What is it? Showcase number four. That's what uh, it was. Yes. Wow. Um, second question here. Who was Barry's favorite superhero as a child? 
Green Lantern. Batman. No. <laughs> really? Um, um, Barry. both of those. Jay Garrick. <laughs> yes. Fly. Jay uh, Garrick yes. was his, his hero. That's the comic books he would read and had Flash comics. That's so meta. And that's why. Yeah, it was one of those, like, multiple <laughs> Earth meta things. Yeah. And, and that's why when he got his superpowers, he's like, I'm just like my favorite superhero. Yeah. He was all stoked, and that's why he's the Flash. Yeah. Um, last question here. Why did Barry break the reverse Flash's neck? Jeez, he did that? Oh, yeah. When did he do that? Uh, it was a while ago. It oh. was right before his trial for doing it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> did it because uh, he killed Iris West. No. No? No. That wasn't what that, he... That already happened. That already happened. Yes, that he already was, happened. Oh! It, 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 he tried he to, was uh, training to be a chiropractor, and it just went, <laughs> went horribly wrong. Oh, my joke! <laughs> we get I was literally going to say... Wait, he was wait, trying wait. to get his neck in line. Was this pre New Fifty Two? Like, yeah, yeah. this is oh, old. Yeah. This is older stuff. Yeah. yeah, I know this. I do know this. Liar! I can see it in your eyes. You do know it. <laughs> Crap! <laughs> <laughs> I'm just getting like a four hundred four file not found like thing in my brain right now. All right. What, 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 what was, what was it? it? Um. So after he had killed uh, Iris West, years later Barry moved on. He met Fiona Webb, his ah! new fiance, and at their wedding day, um, Reverse yeah. Flash tried to come and kill her, and. He yep. stopped him, and he accidentally broke his neck. Yeah. But he Whoa. sure did break it. <laughs> accidentally broke yeah. someone's neck. Well, yeah, yeah. he's not a murderer. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. So uh, <laughs> that's why he broke his neck. And fun fact: Fiona Webb is her. So flash fact. Flash fact: Yes, Fiona Webb is a secret. Uh, <laughs> Johnny's eye roll. Secret identity me. name. Uh-huh. Her real name is Beverly Lewis. Just for fun. There's nice. no alliteration in there, though. I don't yeah. like it. Yeah. <laughs> and then. Um, Reverse Flash killed Iris West by vibrating her his That's hand right. through her head. <gasps> Ouch. Yeah, it was it was it was painful. Ouch. But uh, it turns out that she actually didn't die because Iris West, uh, Iris West was really from the 30th century, sent to the past as a baby and adopted, and she grew up. And then when Reverse Flash did that to her, it sent her consciousness back to the 30th century, and Barry was reunited with Iris later. Yep. Because so comics. The Flash, yes. the Flash comic timelines is just bonkers. I like know. If you and want your fantastic. head to hurt, yeah. <laughs> if you want your head to hurt, you know who would do a great Flash series is Jonathan Hickman. He could play with timelines oh. and stuff. I've always said that man should do a Flash comic. It'd be so good. It'd yeah. be too good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just because it's such a nutty like yeah. time yeah. travel kind of thing. Anyway. No yeah. arguments here. Comics. What's our listener question? Listener question. That they have all week to submit their answers yes, to. till approximately 8 p.m. Pacific time next week on Wednesday. What is the number and the title of the Flash issue that introduced the multiverse to the DC Comics? Boom. It's a good one. Mic drop. Okay. okay, so if you know the answer to this question... Anybody. Anybody. Everybody. Send, uh, send your response to all-star... Uh, no, contact at allstarcomicspodcast.com between now and next Wednesday night and you have the chance to win a graphic novel or well the Flash Rebirth graphic novel or the comics we reviewed this week win win Um, yeah and like I said if you're out of state I don't care I'll ship them to you yep so uh, send your response to contact at allstarcomicspodcast.com good luck everybody All right. so if you guys who was Thor's construction worker identity? From last, last week. <laughs> dun, that dun, David dun. Revis won. I was second place. Oh, second place. How do you? 
Sigurd Jarlson. Think I, I don't do Viking very well. Sigurd Jarlson. Was there a J in there? Wow. <laughs> there is a J. Jarlson. Jarlson. Um, yeah, that was that was Thor's uh, secret construction worker persona, and he had glasses. Who won first? Uh, first was Matt Hauser. Matt Hauser. Shout out to Matt Hauser. Hey, Matt. And we had we had like four responses. Heather was fourth. I was like, well, Heather was fourth for a reason. You, she came in when she was. Go ahead. Oh, she okay. came in she when you were Saturday. gone, right, right, right. and she showed us the picture of Crichton's leg, and I just right. was like, oh, cringed. So thank God that boy's know. okay. I had right the leg. No, he got cut, and oh, it poor was young guy. deep. Oh, <laughs> she told me that that they were at the hospital. Yeah, she like giddily showed me the phone, and I was like, oh, like <laughs> what? Ooh. Anyways, like I'm sorry for that exact, child. Yeah, he's very <laughs> fortunate. She was telling me if it was like any further, like one way, it would have like hit an artery. If it was any further another way, it would hit muscles. So like where it sliced him was like perfect, so they could just stitch him up and be on his way. Jeez. So huh. lucky kid, Crichton, yeah, you are lucky. the man. Yeah. Hope you so, mend quickly, friend. Shout out to Crichton. Yep. All right. So in case you were wondering why we were doing Flash, uh, it's because we are reviewing the Flash Rebirth. Yes. By. The one and only. The one and only, my favorite, Jeff Johns, and a uh, frequent collaborator of his, Ethan Van Syver, Skyver, Skiver, however you Skyver, say it. Like Skyver. Um, Skyver. Yeah. Uh, and I think the best pitch for this book is what's written on the back. Barry Allen, The Flash. His birth kickstarted the Silver Age, and his heroic death defending the universe from a cosmic crisis made him a legend. Now another crisis has brought Barry back to life, and the fastest man alive is out, to step, uh, is out of step with the world. With the Flash legacy well-preserved, Barry has no purpose except to try to solve the one mystery that has eluded him during his previous life, the murder of his mother. But mysteries abound surrounding Barry's return. Why was Barry able to escape the Speed Force, the extra-dimensional energy field that all speedsters draw from, when other heroes and villains were not? Uh, what strange transformation is Barry undergoing when he's around other speedsters? And most of all, who is it that brought Barry back to life? And was the Flash reborn only so he could be destroyed once again? That's so, so many questions. Yeah, I so know. It's so intense. So in case you were wondering, um, the Flash at the end of Final Crisis came back. So this was he gone? Yes. Oh. He, okay, so for those <laughs> of you that for the longest time. 23 years. sacrificed himself in Crisis oh, on Infinite right. Earths to stop the Anti-Monitor, and he kind of just disintegrated. Yeah, he got absorbed into the Speed Force. That's Speed Force, And he was out. He was probably one of the longest-standing deaths in comics. Like, that was solid. I think he's second. I think he's second. Was it second? Yeah, the second to longest. But I can't. Who's the first? Uncle Ben? Uncle Ben or Batman's parents. But uh, (laughs) uh, I always did. I'm going to have to look that up, but I'm pretty sure he's the second. Because Hal was gone for 10 years before Johns decided to bring him back. Was it really 10 years? It was 10 years. When he was the Spectre? Yeah, when he was the Parallax Parallax and the Spectre and all that. Um, So Barry Barry Allen was gone for 23 years. So um, Wally West had taken up the mantle and had been the Flash. And we had seen Wally go from Kid Flash Flash to Flash to marrying Linda Park to having his two kids. Um, so we got to see a, lo- a whole heck of a lot of Wally in that time frame, but that's kind of like where the question, like, who's your Flash? Like, who's your Lantern? You know? Yeah, like, mine's Wally. <laughs> so, um, what? <laughs> Barry is the one and only. Stop! I love. I look. I love all of them. 
Um, and we'll get to that's a question later that we'll get to. Um, I freaking love Jeff Johns. Uh, the way this dude, like, he has just such deep love for every character in the DC universe, especially like Flash. Especially stated, Flash and Green Lantern. He stated several times that he loves the Flash, and man, you can tell. Like with with. If Rebirth wasn't enough b- between that scene where, where Barry pulls Wally out of the Speed Force, when Wally is helping Flash get or Barry get readjusted in one of the climactic scenes here, um, man, like that dude, he just I, – <laughs> I just every time he writes a book, I'm like, oh, my God, it's so good. But that's because it's just – it hits me right in, like, the feels, as the kids say these days. <laughs> so All them youngins. Yeah. Like Johnny. Yeah, you're so old. <laughs> Go ahead, Johnny. Tell us what you thought about this book. Uh, I love this book. It, you can tell that Jeff Johns loves The Flash more mm-hmm. than – he loves Barry more yeah. than, you know, any other character. Uh, yeah. You can – you know, you um, you can tell that he's been reading Fla- Barry Allen Flash comics, and he knows the character. And Actually, I, Wally West is his Flash. Oh, is it? He said so in an interview because when Wally West was out and about, that was around the time that Johns was a kid and getting into comics. Rebirth, man. But it's Jeff Johns, and so he like loves right. all oh, things okay. DC. I thought it was barely out. Uh, anyway, he he writes it with such love that uh, for the character that it's it just every page of this is amazing, and the the art by Ethan Van Skyver is, is you know DC house art. Yeah, yeah, but it, but it's good, you know. It's not There's like a flashback. Yeah, not like Jim Lee or oh stop or Tony yeah. Daniel or David stop Finch. Stop it right now, Johnny. You know, it's more I'm gonna like go Jason Fabok and, and meet freaking Tony Daniel at Comic Con. Tell him to come at me, and I'm gonna be like, hey, my podcast host <laughs> thinks you suck, but he's dead wrong all the time. <laughs> hey, dude, I'm just saying, like the Ethan Van Skyver, yeah, like. DC has a, a specific style, and Ethan falls into it, but it's good. It's real good. Um, I, I, I really enjoy this book. Uh, this came out, what, 2011? No. 2008. 2011 was New 52. Oh, yep. right. But yeah, the you're thing right. is, is you read this, and you can tell John's definitely had a plan uh, building this to Flashpoint, which started everything New 52. Um, Flashpoint. Yeah, Flashpoint once again. Even all the tie-ins to it, it was so fantastic. Um, You could tell he had had a plan, especially if you read the stuff in the back, the pitch for this. Oh, my God. Now, David, you picked this book for us since you're on the show, right? I did. Why did you pick it? Um, Flash is my favorite comic book character, and it actually was the first comic book that I I read um, because I've always liked – comics i just never read them as a kid i guess i don't know why but um i I, i've known who barry was i knew who batman was and i knew like the general history of all these characters but the flash always stood out i i I, as a kid loved to run and i was pretty quick and i always liked to be the flash and some people called me flash i was all thought i was cool but um not flash thompson though oh no not (laughs) flash thompson he's a jerk he's a jerk he pushes people into lockers no one likes that um, but uh, it was the first comic book I read and to, to get me into it. And, man, did it really get me into it because I read this book and I just started buying so many books and getting, like, just dove head head in on it because, like, it is a lot of information in this book and it has a lot of characters that I wasn't familiar with. But John's does such a good job to 
give you a story and it makes sense even though I didn't really know who everybody was and by the end of the story I knew who everyone was and how they all tied to Barry the Flash and it it just opened up a whole new world for me. Whole new yeah. world. Yes, uh, exactly. You right there, John. You should have hit me on it was, like, the, the harmonies. Yes. I, I was, it was perfect, though. I, I um, loved this book, and it, one it thing, just blew me away. Yeah. One thing that I love, because Jeff Johns did the same thing just a little bit longer in uh, Blackest Night with Barry and Hal. Yeah. Is when Hal's talking, he separates, like, the syllables of words, and Barry <laughs> gets out, like, these paragraphs, and he's, like, doing all this movement between, and Hal only gets out, like, one or two things, and then Barry's gone. Yeah. And he's just like, what the heck? Like when Barry and, and Blackest Night, when they're talking about Man's Grave, right? Yeah. Yeah. That exact thing. <laughs> yeah. Same thing here. There's, there's like, some forensic evidence or whatever, and Hal's trying to talk to him. He's like, Bear... And he's just like, and and then like you get to the final one, E, and he's already out of the panel. (laughs) I know it's so good. I love the art in this book. It just everything looks so great. And then the the scene when Barry's running across the water, like every water droplet is just so detailed in that in that picture. It looks so great. Yep. And then when the when they're running and all the lightning is going, it just it just. It's just something pretty to look at. It's something that ma- it's just yep. magic, man. I love it. Speed force is cool to say. <laughs> oh, speed force is cool to say. And force. You know, if I had to have a superpower, I would want to be Tapping part of the speed, speed force. force. Oh, me too. That would be the coolest. So, fun fact: I didn't know that Barry was born in Fallville, Iowa. Yeah, never knew that. Midwest kid. Midwestern. <laughs> yep. So, um, yeah, there's there's so much in this. I, honest to God, after reading this, I think the TV show is going to draw stuff off of this particular in the next season. Yeah, um, from yeah, this, because I, Barry's now in the Speed, in the speed Force, Force now. Oh, yeah, he's got I agree. One, he's got to come back. Twenty-two. Oh, oh really? Snap! I'm like two away from the edge. Oh, you should have told me to shut up. I'm sorry, <laughs> dude. It's been out there for like, and a I've while. been avoiding it. <laughs> <for> like, <laughs> Spoilers. Um, Spoiler podcast. Yeah. <laughs> if you've been tracking the show, you know he ends up in the Speed Force. They nah. Yeah. Nah. Yeah, they've alluded well, to he oh told God. he, he <laughs> told Jay that he was going to come back and save him from the Speed Force, and someone had to take his spot. Yeah. Okay, but yeah, that just and happened. The, and the clip, like the news clipping, he whatever, like, whatever. come on, the flash dis- be from a season one, obvious, the flash like, disappears. Yeah, so um, he disappeared. Oh my God, I'll talk after the show. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, I think I think uh, we're gonna get some some heavy influence from pieces of this graphic novel in the next season. Yeah, yeah, it would make sense. Um, so we're spoiling this. Uh, I really, really loved that uh, he became the lightning bolt that gave, you know, oh, yes, him power. Came all one, full of the, circle. one of the that things that so I great. love about Johns, this is something he takes things and he just expands the mythos of it. Yeah. So now instead of just like, oh, he was like granted, you know, speed abilities. No, that's not the, the just like, oh, he was struck by lightning and, and chemicals and he just can run fast. The Johns takes it to a cosmic level and he space time all this stuff Barry actually was the catalyst that creates the speed force so the more Barry runs the more speed force there is he, is force. he essentially yes. creates the speed force so and what the, because of like it affecting space time when Barry originally gets hit with the speed force that's why it affects multi-dimensional all that stuff and it goes back in time and grants Jay Garrick the speed force he explains it really well in the book Mm-hmm. And um, I love the fact that Johns can take little elements of that and just breathe just this expansive 
you know mythology to it yeah because yeah. that's exactly what he did with green lantern he took this idea yeah. like of the yellow that's what i still want to read I've never read it. oh my god you're like how yeah. green doesn't work on yellow yeah yeah, yeah. um yeah, I like I said, I really enjoyed him, you know, creating himself. It's it kind of reminds me like Fry uh, becoming his own grandfather. Oh, we don't need to go there. In Futurama. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Fry, this degenerate <laughs> jerk. Don't don't you can't be dropping Futurama jokes, man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but yeah, it's a, it's a great book. Uh, yeah, and you know, like most of J- uh, John's work, it, it it shows on the page. Like he he brings out these characters that I. You know that I wouldn't know, uh, but like it tickles the DC nerd bone. Dude, Max Mercury, I had no clue he was gonna be in this book. I was like, what? <laughs> I have no, <laughs> no idea. way. Yeah, yeah it's like like old school. Mm-hmm. Um, nerd. Th- there's th- oh yeah, <laughs> there, I was telling Roger earlier before the show. Um, th- th- Jeff Johns just has like a special something for like my particular taste and just my soul because. Um, I don't I think it's just you either, though. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> no, I, he has a very special ability mm-hmm. and a, and a special love for for DC that when you, when it comes together, he tells stories in this universe like nobody else does. Yeah, I mean, there's you you have ones like you know Superman right now, Warren Ellis on Wildstorm, um, the Red Hood and the Outlaws is really good, mm-hmm. but you know, Johns is one of those guys that anything he writes is fantastic. And I, th- I seriously, I think that just comes from his his love of it. I and I love the fact that John's acknowledges like, dude, hope and optimism and and all that because every John's book that I read um, has that tinge to it, and it just it makes me smile as I'm going through it. Like I started this last night, and um, I I I didn't stop. I did it all in one sitting, and I was just grinning the whole time i was like this this is the dude that just he he hits that special place in my heart with comics that i just can't not like it makes me even more excited for doomsday clock coming out because my god my favorite superhero facing off somebody against like manhattan like yes by your favorite oh all the yes yeah by my favorite writer by an artist gary like (laughs) artist gary frank god like it's gonna be so great so it's gonna be pretty cool. I can't just, wait for that either. Yeah, it just gave me the same feeling when we read Rebirth. You know, it's just like I, I'm smiling and I'm just getting like the goosebumps of like, oh my gosh, like Barry, you know, like all that. Yeah, I love the uh, the revelation when uh, the Reverse Flash is telling Barry, he's like, remember when you broke your arm when you were a kid? Remember when he this happened? The, that he's like, that was me. Force in his life. He's like, that was me making your life miserable from day one. Yeah, because he 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 wanted to get re- revenge in Reverse. Yeah, but um. Which is but such man, a great I loved, concept. I know. It just goes back. And, I, oh I loved it. It, it's, it was so good when Barry realized, he's like, you did all this. And he's like, you're the one who killed my mom. Yo, <laughs> dude, that line was like, you SOB. I yeah. was like, oh, snap. Yeah, I was like, dang. It was so crazy. And one thing that I love is that I just don't think they get enough is the entire Flash family. Dude, I love yeah. when, when Johns plays with the entire Flash family. It's with just Wally's so much. kids. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wally's kids dude. going back and forth are yeah. pretty funny. That's so great. Something I question about to you guys, because uh, when in this book, uh, Iris, young, young Iris, Irie, she um, – takes the speed force connection from young jay so that he can stop hurting right mm-hmm. and he no longer has his speed force powers he later earns the nickname the turtle because he's part of the, the, the flash family but he has no speed force powers does he become the villain the turtle 
That's a good question. Because I, I tried looking it up and I could not find an answer. I, that. Think, I think that was just because if I'm not Reverse mistaken, Flash tells Wally, he's like, when one of your kids grows up, he's going to like destroy your life. And it's like, I, I felt like that was going to be Jay because mm. why, who else? I felt like he would be mad that he doesn't have the speed force. Yeah. And then they're like calling him a turtle. So he gets kind of goes like, uh, he just gets angry and he just wants to cause problems. Then. That's hmm. that's a good question but, uh, because I, I don't know Heather? if that's or not. Heather, yeah. If you're listening, because Wally's her Flash, right? Yeah, yeah. That'd be that'd be a question for somebody that loves Wally. Okay. So, um, not that I don't love Wally, <laughs> I do love Wally, but I don't have that deep nerd knowledge on on his kids and stuff. Like right. Yeah. I mean, I don't know those. that that deep into it either. But uh, I was, was a curious. good observation, though. Yeah. That's a really good observation. I was so, curious. Um, in case you're wondering why Roger hasn't interjected a whole lot, uh, he barely finished the first chapter. So sad. Yeah, I know. Epic fail this week. So sad. You've never read it before, Roger? I, you know, I thought I had. I've I read the first issue of this before. Okay. Uh, and I <laughs> and twice. I read it again, <laughs> and and I started. Yeah, it's this whole other issue. We didn't get these books in until yesterday, Which and then Teresa and Teresa and I had uh, a SQL database failure today. That so when I wasn't with on Wednesday, the busiest day in the shop, yeah. no less. So when I wasn't with customers, I was trying to fix the, the database problem. So, which is still not fixed. So yeah. Sad. So epic fail on this. I didn't finish the book. Um, you did yourself I a disservice, my friend. Take it home. Life did him a disservice, and I will finish yes, it. It, it gave him the finger. You know, this week. life happens sometimes. Yeah. Comics got to get put on the back. No, it was funny. I mean, I, you I, listen I, to you guys talk about it. And I'm like, damn it. It is so. good. I want to finish the story. It just it it makes so. my heart smile. Yeah. Let's rate it. Yeah, I I'm going five stars. All right, five Johnny, stars. Don't let me down. It's possibly one of my favorite Flash uh, stories. My possibly favorite Flash story. One of the best Flash stories. Ever? Come you on, could come on, Johnny, read? give it to me. We all know you're the DC kid now. Come on. <laughs> Am I the DC kid? I thought I wasn't. He's the indie kid. He's the indie kid, right. but he dabbles with DC in DC more often right. than. Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> Dabbles uh, in DC. Uh, yeah. Um, five. Yes, yes. Johnny. Because I think we all know what I, mine's gonna be. Five, and I'm just gonna say Roger. I'll give it a five. five. Yeah, if Roger had read it, he would have given it a five. Yeah. It's ACP one a five. Issue one's a five. Yeah. ACP certified guys, come in and get this book. Yes. Totally. If you like the Flash and don't really know anything about him, this is a good jumping on point. Even though it's everybody. Yeah. It introduces everything, and if you want to get into New Fifty Two, this is right at the beginning of it. And the New Fifty Two run for Flash was also pretty awesome. Yeah. This should. I mean, it's. I know it's only six issues, but I would really love to have this in some sort of absolute format. Oh yes, yeah. I would and rebuy. why it's not? I don't. I don't know because I mean they did Green Lantern Rebirth. Mm-hmm. Uh, Is it just six and issues? Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's, it's just seventy five dollars. I mean, smaller it's a absolute edition, yeah. and this would be perfect for that treatment too. It needs to be DC if you're it's listening. It needs to happen. Doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Not as popular. Not what? like as in sales. What? Yeah, I know. Anyway, we're gonna go over some previews real quick uh, from Marvel. If I can stop hiccuping. Uh, we have All New Guardians of the Galaxy number 6, Ben Riley, Scarlet Spider number 5, Black Panther number 16, Cable number 3, Captain America Sam Wilson 24, Secret Empire, Captain America Steve Rogers number 19, Secret Empire, Deadpool number 34, Secret Empire, Edge of Venomverse number 3 of 5, apparently we're reviewing that next week. Breathe. No, we gotta get through this. Okay. 
Um, I am Groot number three, Infamous Iron Man number ten, Johnny Mighty, Captain Marvel number seven, Secret Empire, Punisher number fourteen, Spider Gwen number twenty two, Star Wars Doctor Afra number ten, which Matt said is really good There's first trade. Cool Jedi lore going on. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just I love the way that Gillen writes her since it was really she's good. super I read charming. It in one sitting. Yeah. Uh, Thanos number nine, Weapon X number six, WMD tie-in or, or part or whatever of whatever. Uh, X-Men Blue number eight, and that's going to be a secret tie, secret Empire tie-in as well. Uh, from DC Comics, we have Action Comics number 984, All-Star Batman number 12, Batgirl number 13, Batman Beyond number 10, Batman the Shadow number 406. Jeez, how many Batman books? Uh, it's Great. all the bats. Uh, Blue Beetle number 11 next week, and we're reviewing that, so that should be fun. This is the start of a new story arc. Uh, Detective Comics number 961. Four. Doom Patrol number 7, Flash 27, Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps number 25, Hellblazer number 12, and I believe that's the start of a new story arc, if I'm not mistaken. Hellblazer? I think it is, yeah. That or it's part two, one of, the, one of those. I think it is a start. I think it's because yeah. it's a new creative team also. Mm-hmm. Um, where did I go? Justice League of America number 11. Commandy Challenge number 7 of 12, Suicide Squad number 22, uh, Teen Titans number 10, and Wonder Woman number 27. That's it from DC. For indie comics, we have Alien Bounty Hunter number 1 to 5, Dollface number 7, Go Go Power Rangers number 1. There you go, Matt. My Little Pony movie prequel number 2, Johnny. Are you going to... Apparently. Yeah, dude. He's all about it. Uh, Outcast by Kirkman and Azeda, number 29. Redneck, number 4. Saga, number 45. And the best indie book out next week, Shirtless Bear Fighter, number 2 of 5. And that's what we're reviewing, which I can't wait. Because we can. (laughs) Oh, it's going to be so fun. And just completely ridiculous. Uh, Spawn, number 276. Star Trek Boldly Go, number 10. Steven Universe, also Johnny, number 6. TMNT Ongoing, uh, number 72. And XO Manowar, number 5. So, good stuff out next week. For graphic novels, we have Atomic Robo Presents, uh, Real Science Adventures, Trade Paperback, Volume 1. Bleach Graphic Novel, um, (laughs) Volume 70. That's mine. Disregard, that's Matt's. Matt got a special order. Yeah. Uh, Flash Rebirth Deluxe Coll- oh, oh no Jonathan's spending money uh, Flash Rebirth Deluxe Collector Hardcover book number one Flash Trade Paperback volume three Rogues Reloaded that's Rebirth title Jim Henson The Dark Crystal Tales hardcover Mighty Thor Trade Paperback volume two Lords of Midgard Naruto three in one Trade Paperback volume 19 and then Serenity hardcover volume nine no power or five excuse me uh, no power in the verse, and that's going to do it. This isn't the complete list of comics that's out next week. If you want that, go to horizoncomics.com, click on the new releases tab. It's updated every Monday. The graphic novel we're going to be reviewing next week is Dark Tower Gunslinger, Gunslinger Born, Born which apparently is really good yeah. with Patrick who? Patrick Coffee. Coffee. So I hope I got through that fast enough to make up some of the time that we've yep, been taking. We're good now. All right. <laughs> Matt's like, we're plus five now. Yeah, I didn't. I don't think I breathed the entire time. Uh, all right. So news. We don't have a whole lot. I I'm just sticking to God, I'm just sticking to comic book specific comic book news this week because there's going to be a crap ton of announcements tomorrow. Yep. Um, whole weekend, I'm probably. Whole weekend, yeah. they're going to roll out. There's going to be all kinds of stuff you're going to hear. Uh, first things first. Uh, Loki apparently is going to take over in the new Doctor Strange title as the Sorcerer Supreme, and Steven is not going to be happy about it. 
and it sounds really lame. Well, Jason Aaron's not on that book anymore. Jason so Aaron's not on that book, <laughs> but the creative team's actually rather impressive. It's Donnie Cates, who's Ooh. been doing God Country and Redneck and a yeah. couple of other uh, things, and um, G- is it Gabriel? Gabriel yeah. Hernandez yeah. Walta? Who is that the proper? Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. I think Wal- well, Walta. Right. I, Gabriel I Hernandez Walta. Okay, thank you. I was worried that I was getting that wrong. Um, Gabriel Hernandez Walta is the artist on that, who was the guy on your favorite graphic novel from last year. Black yes, Vision. Vision. Oh, yeah. Great art. Um, which, yeah, he's actually really good. So the creative team is actually impressive. I just think it's a lame idea. And I don't okay. think it's going to have much stock. It's probably going to go, you know, a number of issues and then it's going to. I'm just upset on Legacy right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't want to go there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I mentioned earlier, Michael Cray for the Wildstorm section of the DC Universe is going to be getting a 12-issue maxi-series. Um, like I said, Warren Ellis is kind of curating uh, that whole little pocket of DC, and so we're getting the second book, finally, from uh, Wildstorm. So Starting in fun. October. Starting in October. Yeah. So, so issue, like, 9 or 10 of Wildstorm? Yeah. So around there. Yeah. So uh-huh. what I'm assuming it's going to pick up from a certain story Wouldn't point. Wouldn't it be issue eight? They're oh. on six, and they're skipping this. They're skipping, oh, they're skipping August. They're skipping one, yeah. So oh. seven, seven, eight, and eight. October? Yeah. Nine. So nine. Nine. Coming in. Okay. Right on. Yeah. Cool. Um, either way, yes. I'm assuming it's going to have to do with, coincide with something plot-wise in the Wildstorm. So uh, I heard about that, but that's movie news. Oh, right. My, okay. Mega Man apparently is getting a movie. which A live action? <laughs> a live action Comic movie. news. <laughs> It's not comic news, but I, I have Mega Man has such a special place in my heart. Like yeah. I had the first two or three on NES. Those games are too hard. They're awesome. They were awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then yeah. when X came out, I about lost my mind. So um, anyway, uh, let's get to some questions. So Carlos has a question. Yeah, just a single dose of Carlos this week. Carlos wants to know what announcement we're most looking forward to at Con this week. If uh, just just which I'm like I, you know, I mean. They're all like D twenty three just happened and all the Marvel news came out. Yeah, so I don't think Marvel's gonna have much of a presence at this one nah. because they announced all their stuff there. Yeah. Um, Justice League, they're doing a con or a, a panel at the con. Um, I'm I'm certain we're gonna get some, or at least the audience will probably get some exclusive footage. I Which I mean, these days, well, these days, I mean, it's online within an hour. Yeah. They they don't mess around and try and embargo that stuff. They they get it out there. I I would love. Love, love. There'll be a new trailer a drop. Justice League trailer. There'll be a new trailer drop. That's what they did with um, Suicide Squad and with uh, Batman yeah. vs Superman. So yeah. they'll debut something there, which will be fun. I want to know more about the Valiant movie universe. Is it movie universe or is it going to be like online digital? Universe? I thought it was movie universe. I thought it was digital because uh, Ninjak. Yeah, that was all online only. That's online yeah. only. What? The yeah. bloodshot stuff. Yeah, yeah, all that. That's like online streaming like, content. Oh, bummer. It was like YouTube. That's videos. not bummer. It still looks like it's quality. Yeah, oh, it was okay. good. Yeah, like the the way the Ninjak looked in that, I was like, yeah, that looks pretty well, good. Yeah, yeah Ninjak know more about and that. Bloodshot both looked legit. Um, I need my X. Is, is Valiant having anything? At Probably no, not. No I just want to know more. Oh, you're just throwing yeah. that out. The God dang it, Johnny, side railing everything. Um. I yeah, I don't know. I think Justice League is going to be the most uh, fun for me. I'm going to pretty much every DC panel that I can fit in um, between, like, the Wildstorm 25th anniversary panel and the Rebirth panel because I'm going to get down there on Friday for the Rebirth panel. So help me God. The 
the Doomsday Clock panel Which is, is tomorrow. Oh, it's right? so painful. Yeah. It's what time is that? Three o'clock tomorrow. That's, dude, that sucks. Like, so why would you? Technically, it started today, right? Comic Con preview night. Yeah. Well, yeah, they, preview night was. There today. was a bunch of video game announcements this morning. I'm just. Uh, why would you put Jeff Johns on the first day of the con? Put him on Friday or Saturday. That's a. Uh, Crowd hurt, control, man. Hurts my soul. Yeah. Well, they're doing DC Metal like you on can, Saturday you can, or you Friday. You can go. I, I need to you work. can go. I need to work. You though. can. <laughs> I know there's nothing stopping me from going except my own like need for you know a paycheck. But you just, just <laughs> right down the five, man. Just you got you kids just playing guitar. Hit the road. Turn around. Keep going. Like uh, tell your students Jeff Johns is more important than their lesson. That's all you gotta well, do. Well, <laughs> the sad thing is, is tomorrow it it, it probably is. <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> the, the, the students that I have <laughs> probably are. Yeah. So. Or you could just gather up three or four of them and say field trip. <laughs> <laughs> well, now we, you guys get to wait in the car. <laughs> we'll be right? back in ten hours. Don't worry about it. <laughs> no, no, no. Don't put the windows down. <laughs> just, yeah, um, I, I think I'd be excited for any more video game news because there's still like Nintendo and other publishers going to be there as well yeah yeah we'll see yeah and so i think we mentioned this last week J- uh jonathan and blaine are, are going on behalf of the podcast uh hopefully and the shop um we didn't get any questions from anybody which was still really sad in. so um you still have an opportunity to send them in if there's any questions you want us to to hit up the creators fun with and informative down there, um or just silly and silly, yep. you know blake dumb. sent one in actually what's blake's blake was for the yeah, just as for a, people just down there. for artists. Let me see if I can find it. Um, he also has a question, which let me. I'll what's throw, your, yeah, why what's, throw what's your first? favorite battery size? Um, no. <laughs> uh, what's your favorite Flash artist? Is the first one. Oh. Um, I haven't read that Flash. Man, I don't know. Like probably my favorite artists. Does an, does Justice League animated series count as artist? With Bruce Tim, yeah, style. Yeah, if you're talking oh. about like the the, 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 the cartoon, yeah, yeah. that's okay. Bruce Tim style. Gotcha. So, yeah. yeah, that's dude. That's an iconic style. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, that's a uh, Blake's question for for just the podcast. Us. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So you can think about that while I'm searching for this cover of Flash Rebirth. That's my favorite. <laughs> Ethan Cyber. Yeah. 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 Um, sweet, but so that is, uh, Francis. Didn't Francis? Francis Manipal had a sick run. New Fifty Two. Yeah. Yes. Yes, but not not quite cyber. That's that's true because this book just it just flies off the page. Yeah, his art. So I, um, I agree. I'm gonna have to go, Ethan. John. Yeah. What are we doing? Favorite Flash, Flash, Flash artist. Yeah. I like Carmine D. John Dominico, the current guy. Yeah. Um, he's really good. Does he do the covers? He, do, he is doing really well. With mm, his. I think so. Because that cover is sweet. Oh, I didn't even see this cover yet. Where that doesn't, that's, look, uh, that doesn't look like Carmine. Di- oh, okay. Okay. Howard Porter, I think. Oh, right, Porter. Howard Porter. Howard Porter is actually great. really good. Um, but yeah, Ethan Van Skyver is really good. Um, anyone that can, you know, uh, like the the panel that you mentioned on, uh, you know, where he's talking really fast to Hal, you know, just show that he's moving really fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's really good. How to how to draw someone going fast in a still. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, like to make it still <laughs> feel like they're moving, yeah. but they're just sitting there on the page. Yeah. yeah, it's it's something magical, something I wish I can do. Right on. Oh, I almost forgot. Just a little piece of comic news today. Uh, earlier today on Twitter, Jeff Lemire, with no text, 
just tweeted an image of Mr. Terrific. Oh. So people are speculating that that is a possible tease to an announcement that Jeff Lemire will be returning to DC to write something yeah. involving Mr. Terrific. Oh, I also saw That's on cool. Twitter that Tom King and Bendis were going back and forth cracking jokes. That was funny. Okay, here's <laughs> here's one of the ones that Blake sent in. King is uh, it, did, t- did Tom King tweet him our you know podcast address? <laughs> <laughs> Say, these, these guys kind these guys love you. <laughs> Um, uh, the question that Blake had sent me in just, uh, you know, to ask artists and stuff, writers or artists, he says, uh, what defines a superhero to you in one sentence? Oh, that's a good question to ask people. I would have made it harder and been like one word, but Blake was apparently feeling pretty magnanimous. (laughs) All right. Anything else? Yeah. There's a second, uh, question here. Uh, Inspires people to be better. That wasn't a question for you. Oh, that's that was just for, for like yeah, when we go to Comic Con. Oh, <laughs> still a good <laughs> answer. Good okay. answer, Johnny. Okay, but but I'm not paying attention. No, you're not. Uh, the second question that Blake sent in for us is, "What is your favorite Warren Ellis story?" And you, he said, "Wildstorm is a choice," and I might have to just say Wildstorm right now. Uh, I'm gonna have to say Wildstorm because yeah. I cannot think of anything else that I read from Warren Ellis. Those six issues of Moon Knight. Dang it, Matt! He punches ghosts. Come on! <laughs> Why are you taking my answers? You can still use the answer, Johnny. It's Moon Knight. Moon Knight punches ghosts in like one of the issues. It's so cool. Uh, I like that a lot. So, um, yeah, I would have to just go with the Wildstorm right yeah. now. It's just too good. It is pretty. Amazing. I mean, I know he's written quality stuff. Um, I know the man is plagued with. Delays and and deadline issues injection and, whatnot, and trees where are they at? Um, but Wildstorm is just something special. It really is. I've gushed about that book several times, and I got to gush about it a lot tonight. Oh, he did Transmetropolitan. Yeah, he's yeah. he's done some Metropolitan Authority, Planetary. Oh my God, I forgot about those. Those yeah. are heavy hitters in, in the DC. Blazer. Global Frequency. Oh, that was really yeah. Strong. He's Planetary. I've heard nothing but good things. I think about yeah. Planetary and Transmetropolitan. Um, as a matter of fact, there's rumors. I think it was Planetary that he did with Brian Hitch. Something sounds right. Yeah. Was I th- think it was Hitch. Was it Hitch or was that was that Transmetropolitan? That t- uh, Planetary was John Cassaday. So it's probably yeah, Transmetropolitan. Cassidy. And um, Cassaday. Cassaday. Yeah. I'm gonna have to have. I have to the Authority was Brian Hitch. The Authority. Okay, so that's well, apparently coming back possibly. Yeah, that was in the second one. The first volume it was Frank Quietly. Oh, sweet. So there's uh, there's rumors or rumblings of them com- yeah, like the, doing the some sort of... The Authority and Planetary are part of Wildstorm? Yeah. yeah. Oh, cool. Like the OG know. imprint that Jim Lee had. Mm-hmm. So, But there's rumors that Hitch and, and Ellis are possibly doing something related to that. So that could that could be something within this curated universe also. Mm-hmm. We don't know. Oh, something I want to see happen at Comic-Con? Hickman, DC announcement. Bam! That would... I would yes. I would freaking convulse and pass out. <laughs> Blaine would have to like get defibrillators to bring me back. I'd be like, ah! Oh! Not just, a, no just book down. No, no book announcement. Just, like, just just Hickman's on DC. Yeah, if he came Mike out, Trump. yeah. Uh, oh my god, the amount of just like blood loss. I just head rush and just down for the. You, you don't even know what he's writing or anything. Just I'd come to like on Sunday. I'd be like, what happened? He's like, dude, you were out the entire con. I'd be like, it was worth it. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like that announcement alone. My yeah. God. Um, no, yeah. they'll, they'll probably pull him out to some panel table. Yeah. And he'll just sit there not saying anything. And I'll be like, like oh the my whole God. time. Yeah. That would be <laughs> amazing. Yeah. That would be absolutely amazing. Anyway, uh, we got no new reviews, guys. 
get on that. Um, it helps us find new listeners. It does help us find new listeners. Yep. Uh, if you want, if you guys like what you're hearing, please you know rate, review, subscribe, like, and share with all your friends. But if you want to go above and beyond, you can go to Patreon.com/slash All Star Comics Podcast. Uh, you can get on as little as a dollar, three dollar level gets you exclusive content, um, which I think we're gonna try to make Comic Con stuff that we do this year. Playing catch up yeah. or this month. Keep an eye up. on our Instagram and Facebook. I'm yeah. gonna try and hook Blaine up with the the login stuff for that. And you can do, watch me talk crap. Do some live. Uh, Live episode feed or fail miserably trying to get fail. interviews, <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. uh, who knows? You never know who you'll run into, though. You never know who I'll rub the wrong way, yeah, right, right off the bat, you know. Because I, I do have one of those personalities. Uh, uh, if you want to keep up with everything at the shop, you can like Horizon Comics on Facebook.com slash Horizon Comics. Follow us at uh, Horizon, I was gonna say at, and I just like forgot, uh, <laughs> at Horizon Comics on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, if you want to keep up with everything Johnny, you can follow me everywhere, Snapchat, Twitter, and Instagram at thejohnny2x4. David? Uh, I'm only on Instagram at sungohanx. Nice. Uh, <laughs> I don't really post very often, just so you know. That's okay. Right on. It's okay. You're probably better off for it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, everything gaming and audio, visual. At the Hydra 5.5. And Hydra Gaming Podcast. Yeah, new Hydra episode. Gaming. New episode is already up today. Go check it we out. got it done early this time. Yeah, we were done by like 4 o'clock. I was nice. like, yes. Bam. Um, I am at St. Jonathan on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow me. Uh, I'm, I'm probably going to be posting Comic-Con stuff, maybe some some of my own little live footage things in between. This is the only it. time I've ever been envious of you. I'm pretty. I relish right, in it. Just <laughs> ignore that comment could, and move on. I could on. <laughs> bathe in that like all day. Um, anyway, guys, uh, wish me luck because <laughs> if I have a good con and and we're able to get stuff done, that means you guys we're get fun in. content. So uh, con that tent. means I get to yeah, edit content. all the content. Yes. <laughs> Pungent master awarded to Johnny finally. Um, yes, and uh, let, let's let's hope that it's nothing too crazy. But um, I want to get some fun stuff for our listeners. So. Uh, fingers crossed on all that. Guys, thank you for listening. We'll see you again next week. Bye. <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs>